Hello everyone and welcome to Six Scooting in SoCal. If you don't know by now, we are a scooter repair shop. Located in Located SoCal. in SoCal, yes. It's in the title, read it. <laughs> yeah, we work on everything. We work on all scooters, just scooters, nothing but scooters, and so help me God, blah, blah, blah. Scooters. Scooters, yes. Not electric scooters. Not mopeds. Not mopeds. N- not... Not bird scooters. Not dirt bikes. But just scooters. scooters. So, now that the introduction is over, I want to say that our opinions are our opinion. Nothing but our opinion. If you have your own opinion, thank you very much for having your own opinion, and congratulations for having it. If you don't like it... If you don't like it... Listen to something else. Yeah. There's a lot of podcasts out there. But not a lot of scooter podcasts. Out but there. I think everyone. Like we We're not so, very controversial. I want to be controversial. We will be. I want to be. I want to be controversial. What can I do to be controversial? Do a podcast in the nude? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, you're nude right now. I know. Isn't that nice? <laughs> it's cold in here too. I don't know. It's, it's kind of embarrassing, but yeah, it's really cold in here. It, cold in here anyway <laughs> anyway well, um let's get on with it the rides we did dude the last ride we did was awesome right if you haven't listened to our bonus podcast yes the bonus podcast from the brennan's the, yeah brennan's what, what would you call it the End location? No, mid. The mid location, I guess. The place that we stopped and had lunched. a couple of drinks and had some food and stuff like that. But it was really, really good. Everything about that ride yes. was awesome. I, I got to play some pool with one of my favorite people in the world. Hey, Adrena. Adrena. <laughs> Hi, Adrena. <laughs> and she kicked my butt. Anyway. So we went, we did the, let Aaron tell you about it. Go ahead. We did our long anticipated Venice Canals ride. So good. We went through uh, pretty much all the beach cities from the South Bay to Venice. I had never gone over the canals. We even made an impromptu stop on the bridge and uh, took some pictures, got to hang out for an extra second. Yeah. Looked out for cars. Yes. That, that was very important. So whoever was on the ride and you're listening to this, I just want to put out there, car. car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were 19 people on the ride. Oh, and the perfect amount. Oh, the perfect amount. Everybody stuck together. Everybody rode perfectly. Very few. Up. I rarely had to pull over. I think, what, two times? Yeah, two and times? it was really, really good. I mean, thank you everyone that came out for the ride seriously so much fun we're gonna have a ride every month like we were saying and we do appreciate from the bottom of our heart everyone that comes out for the rides and everything and helps support and and give back to the scooter community like that because if we if people didn't come out for the rides there would be no scooter community so thank you from the bottom of my heart um, for doing that. And the rides that are going to come up is a mystery ride. Has not been announced yet. South Bay Scooter Club is having a ride March 1st. As Mario always says, 
there will always be a ride on the first Saturday of the month. Yes. You just got to sh- sometimes show up to see what it is. Yes. <laughs> no, honestly, he'll probably post it in the next couple of days. But um, always I'm, looking forward to the South Bay Scooter Club rides. Oh, yeah. Those, those rides time. are so good. Yeah, and the people are just amazing Yeah. on that. And, and I'll let you in on some exclusive news unpublished anywhere else i think we're doing the korean friendship bell ride this uh this uh next ride right for march yes that should be a good time located uh what in san pedro or is that pv right on the border san pedro i think think it's san pedro proper but on the bluffs that's going to be a really really nice ride yeah, we still got to figure out like the the actual details, but we know the wins and the wares. Yeah, and the sushis and the sashimis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to give a shout out. Oh, very to special shout out! A very special shout out to the Scooter Zine magazine, and they are a magazine that comes out bi monthly, and we are actually. Featured on this, yes. <laughs> on page six, we're in their shop top. Shop, shop talk. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Uh, all good. Section. Yes, and we absolutely appreciate all the work and everything that Scooter Dean Scooter Zine has done to bring this 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 magazine out to the scooter community. It's a very fantastic work. A lot of hard work goes into this, and if you need to get a hold of a scooter zine, you can find them on... Yeah, if you know of any scooter-related event or something that should be put on their calendar, you can hit them up at vroom or vroom at thescooterzine.com. You can also check them out on Instagram at thescooterzine, I believe it is. It's Mm -hmm. Howard. Thanks, Howard, for uh, putting us in your awesome magazine yes and we're excited to be featured for sure and oh here we go if you want to subscribe you definitely can can do that um you can either do it per issue for four dollars an issue or you can get a one-year subscription for only twenty dollars um 22 if you're playing by paypal that's a great deal and they actually just started offering a um option where you can get a digital and printed copy, which we might upgrade to next so. year, um, for $30. Because, yeah, you can either get an old school printed copy mailed directly to you, or you can have it emailed to your inbox. And uh, the digital one is kind of nice because you get all the color photos, but mm-hmm. we have the the uh, printed subscription because we kind of like having that old school, something you could touch, look at, show your friends. Yeah. Put it in the lobby. And the Instagram is at scooter underscore zine, Z-I-N-E. That's their Instagram. Their Facebook is the scooter zine or at scooter zine. Yeah, and to order a subscription, I think you can either mail the... I'm not sure how you send them the $20 cash. I don't know if you send them a check or something, but you can definitely... The way we did it, the easy way to do it is just through PayPal. Um, they are uh, under the scooterzine at gmail.com. You just send them the 22 or $30 or I'm you sure you can 30. Yeah, or I'm sure you can tell them which uh, issue you want. We are in issue 
seven if you want to see our article. Yes. Um, and just PayPal him, and he's very, very quick to respond and very much Howard, on top of his game. Howard is an amazing dude. Thank you again from the bottom of our hearts. And everyone, check it out. And I just realized, is that Coco Pele riding the scooter? I think so. Because they are in Arizona, right? Yeah. That is Coco Pele on a scooter. That's actually bringing things full circle for us, huh? Yes, it is. We'll tell you more about why that brings it full circle later on in some other episode. But uh, <laughs> so, definitely we're checking out. And he even featured our favorite artist. Yes. Doug Mansfield. That's how we kind of found out about the scooter scene. Doug Mansfield. So he also supports scooter artists, which... Yes. Can you, the only thing more niche... Then a scooter repair shop is a, a scooter artist. Yes. And a scooter magazine. So, so all you, his scooter niches. And all, everyone unite. listening, Doug Mansfield. Check out his work. Yeah, I think he's like at Doug Mansfield Art on Instagram. His work is amazing. If you like you see monsters it? And, and scooters. scooters. Yes. And tiki. Yes. Lots of tiki art. And to, you, if you see it, you're going to want it. And if you want one, you're going to want one of another one. And yeah. if you want another one, you're going to want all of them. Yeah. It's just that good. So. So cool. We have our topic for today is about scooter maintenance. But before we get to the scooter maintenance, we have our questions part of it. Yeah, our question of the day. Our question of the day is 150 scooters... 150cc scooters on the freeway. Right? Are they? Should they? And are they allowed to be on the freeway? If you buy a 150 scooter, realistically, realistically, it's not a 150 scooter. Right. 80% of the time, it's not a 150 scooter. I mean, is there anything that's exactly 150ccs? Not really. Right. So, I mean, if it's a Chinese bike... You're talking a 149.6. Yeah. Six, which, by definition, is not allowed on the freeway. At least in California. At least in California. Everybody remember that's where we are, and those okay. are the laws that we're familiar with. Right. Um, a lot of the Chinese bikes, most of the Chinese bikes that are 150s, you put them on the freeway, you're going to risk blowing it up. Yeah. Keep we've, in mind it's we've a seen that happen air-cooled before. scooter. Yeah. So if you hear the meow, that's our cat Kiki. Yeah. And Kiki yells a lot. She's freaky, so that's freaky Kiki is that yeah, she's if you yeah, she's one of those. Don't mind her. Yeah. On with the On with that. But we we recently But, but there's also the Honda PCX, right? The Honda they PCX. call that a 150. That is a that is a realistic 150. It's a 151. So it's 150.3, 150.4, something like that. Um, those are actually freeway legal. Yeah, you would think that point, what, two cc's wouldn't make <laughs> the difference. But it has to be 150, 150. Um, and those are water-cooled bikes. They're 16-inch oh, yeah. rim. 14, I think. 14-inch rim, whatever. It's not a 10-inch rim. Right. Um, and it's fuel injected. Mm-hmm. So and everything is pretty you good want on the freeway. On the freeway. Oh, oh, heck yeah. Especially oh, yeah. here. I mean, most people are getting these bikes to split lanes during um, 
Traffic, yeah. Yeah, during rush hour rush traffic. Rush hour stuff, yeah. So, you know, they it's don't need bike. to get on the freeway and do 90 for 100 miles, but they want to get on the freeway and do 40 nonstop for 10 miles, and it cuts their commute down from two hours to, what, 25, 30 minutes? Yeah, yeah. That's why you buy a scooter in L.A., people. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my Lord. If you're in L.A. and you don't have a scooter, you are wasting so much of your life sitting in traffic. Yeah. And looking for a parking space. Uh. And don't get me wrong. There's scooters that can manage the freeway, smaller ones. I mean, we have friends that ride their Buddy 125s on the freeway, their Vespa 150s on the freeway. Yeah. And bear in mind, again, Vespa's another brand that when they call it a 150, it's more in the 149 category. Um our main rule is if it's air-cooled leave it off and it doesn't have a harley badge on it (laughs) take it don't take it on the freeway yeah air-cooled don't Um, like freeway they really really don't and then we had that keyway which was probably only around a 149 that you just sold but that was that was actually water-cooled with 16 inch rim so 16 inch rim carbureted carbureted Dude, that thing would handle freeway like no so one's business. So although we would probably never recommend somebody to take that type of bike on the freeway. Yeah. If you had to take a non-freeway legal bike on the freeway, at least it has the check marks that you're looking right. for. Water-cooled and big wheels. Water-cooled, big wheels. A 10-inch rim on the freeway, you're just asking Oh for my trouble. god, there's grooves oh, that can eat those tires. Lord. Not to mention... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All kinds of other hazards in the road. It's crazy. Okay, on to scooter maintenance. Yeah. We have... We have. We know s- something about that. We, have a, we know a little bit about that. <laughs> yeah. We have six different bullet points on this. So, the first one we wanted to talk about is service intervals. Service intervals and what you do in between service intervals. Yeah. So, our service intervals normally... For, let's say, Chinese bike, a Chinese 150. Yeah. Okay. You're probably talking every 1,000 to 1,200 miles. Yeah. Definitely. You know, um, that means bring it in, oil change, um, check the belt, check the brakes. You know, normal service, um, every other service. We like to change the spark plug on it, make sure the spark plug's perfect. You know, the belt needs to be checked every 3,000. Uh, you could go even to five. You can only, you could go to five. It depends on how you ride. Um, if you ride it a lot and it's a daily commuter and everything like that, 3,000. If it's just a normal weekend thing and ride it once in a while, 5,000. Yeah, it's been like four years yeah. <laughs> to, to put that many miles on it. And you know, the, another bad thing is running your bike you know, for the summer or whatever, riding it all the time, then letting it sit. Then riding it again, you know, it. what happens is the belt tends to get hard. And then you get a lot of cracking in the belt. Um, so... But we really stick with um, manufacturer recommendations. So yeah. about every 1,000 miles for scooters, about every 1,000 to 1,500 for like buddies and some of your land scooters. And the PCX we were just talking about. That, that blew my mind today, I, or yesterday when I read the booklet. Yeah, the, the, the scheduled maintenance on that, the oil changes are like 5,000, aren't they? Yeah, you get to go 5,000 miles between oil changes. 
And those bikes take relatively the, weird the same amount is, of oil as everything else right. in that CC category. But the weird thing, it said, it said oil changes every 5,000, but it said maintenance every 2,500. Well, yeah, because I would be shocked to see brake pads last more than 5,000 miles. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So they want you in to come and check your brake pads, clean your air filter, you know, check the brake fluid. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's worth checking the oil every right. 2,500 miles just to make sure. Now, Speaking of the stupid, their dipstick in the bike is the worst. Oh my but. lord, the PCX has the worst dipstick ever, ever. But. Okay, what do we do in between services? Oh, there's a lot of things people should be um, doing on their own. Tire they, pressure. Oh, that's a huge one. Yes. Not only does it make your ride safer and more agile, but it saves your tire tread. Yes, we'll get to tire pressure in a moment. So. But, you know, I mean, in between services, check your bike out. You know, Wash it. Wash it. Okay? You know, check it out. Make sure everything's good. Check your mirrors. Make sure your mirrors are good. Check all your electrical. Make sure all your electrical works. You know, I mean, it's just... Get, when you get on the bike, it's your safety yeah. that that concerns us. You know what? Blow your motor as long as you're safe. You know that's that's the main thing that that we're worried about is all of our customers, all the riders, and everybody. I mean, everyone that rides a two wheel on there, out there, be safe. You know. Um, let's see. That was one and two. Okay, tire pressure. Now we talked about this before on another episode but tire pressure is crucial and the tire pressure that's recommended by the manufacturer of the tire of the t- well the, re- the oh sorry yeah I'm the, sorry. the tire pressure that's recommended by the manufacturer in the booklet yeah in your owner's manual may differ from the actual tire pressure that's on your tire so check your booklet but Get down on your knees and look at the tire. On the side of the tire, it will say the PSI for your tire. That's the tire pressure you need to put in your tire. Yeah, and once you ride long enough, you'll feel the difference between a more inflated tire versus a less inflated tire. And I can almost guarantee that everybody would prefer the performance of the more fully inflated tire. Right. Unless you're, like, for some reason in the dirt or... On a really awful road. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, Vespa, say. realistically, Vespa has almost a 10-pound difference Yeah. between the tire pressure on the actual tire and the recommended tire I'm pressure. I'm convinced they the just want to change your tires every time you change your oil. Totally. You're making money on just tires. Money. Yeah. So, do go down, look at your tires, check your tire pressure, I, make, tire, make sure your tire pressure is... is the way it should be. And we say check that what? At least once a month. Oh, at least. I would say once a month should be sufficient. Yes, at least. Okay. Um, and you can check it at the gas station. Totally. The air uh, machines that you fill your car tires can also fill scooter tires. So. And, I mean, if you don't want to do that, go to Harbor Freight, get a little tire pressure gauge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poof. Right? I done. mean, yeah, because you can probably check it one or two times and it be within I mean if you're plus or minus what three to five pounds I'd say three yeah three to five 
then you're probably okay to go. But if you're more than five pounds below the recommended tire pressure, I would say it's worth It's worth filling up. up. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, sorry to interrupt you, but I just wanted oh, to I don't say care. how often and where. The and next how. thing is wash your bike. Right? You don't necessarily think that washing your scooter uh, makes it run better. But the thing, <laughs> we're not saying to wash your scooter because your scooter is dirty and filthy and looks like crap. Well, we kind of are, but we we're giving you are, a better excuse to. The reason that we're saying wash your scooter is when you wash your scooter, you're literally going front to back and touching every nut and yeah, bolt on the looking bike. looking closely at all okay. the parts. Looking closely at everything. When you wash your scooter, you will notice, oh, this is loose. Maybe I should tighten it. Mm -hmm. Or this is falling off. Maybe I should put it back on. Or this has already fallen off and, I glad it, and I'm glad I figured it out now. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that was the rattle I've been hearing for the last 10 miles. So many so, things. Oh, absolutely. You know. I've found so many things just because I was wiping down my bike at the time. Yeah, on our personal bikes. You know, we get down and we, we try to keep our bikes clean no matter what anyway. But you, you find so many things that you would not normally notice when you wash your bike. You'll find it. And not only that, but I mean, if you've invested in a scooter that you truly enjoy riding, why wouldn't you want to keep it looking good? Right. Speaking of washing your scooter too, should we talk about how we think is the best way to wash a scooter? Absolutely. I think a lot of people will be shocked to hear that we don't use any water no. when we wash our bikes. You should not use water when you wash a bike. Right? I mean, they are technically water resistant. I mean, they right. don't say you can't ride it in the rain. You know, I mean, we're going to get, I'll get a lot, I'll get some slack. Oh, I squirt my bike down every, all the time, you know, and it hasn't done nothing. Yeah, but no. Well, I mean, again, if the scooter's been outside for eight <coughs> years and it's covered in spider webs wash and it leaves, off. Hose that be off. I'm serious, dude. Get but a let pressure it dry and, yeah. in the sun for an hour or two before you try and start it or kill, continue washing yeah. it. And, and kill it the dry. spiders before you bring it to me. <laughs> um, but um, no, but in general, if you're washing your scooter, what, every couple, three, four months, mm -hmm. that's all you really need to do. Well, that's all you really need to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we have a waterless well, my process, because I do most of the washing and the yes. details in the shop, is I will use a microfiber rag to dust any loose dirt and dust off the bike, spider webs, anything else like that. Then I'll go back in with a waterless wash, like a detailing spray, and I'll clean the body that way. I'll also sometimes, depending on the bike, go over it with a chrome polish and some kind of a scrubby, and then... Um, a Brillo pad. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then finally, you know, I'll use different products like the Turtle Wax Chrome Polish or the Scratch Doctor to get any kind of like scuffs and stuff off. Mm -hmm. But you should be able to clean the scooter without using if you any have, water. If you have like little scrapes and stuff like that, the uh, Scratch Doctor works really well. Um, so, the next one. Things to check. Like your brake fluid. Visual inspections is that visual what inspection about? of your brake fluid. If your brake fluid has a really dark color and you don't have the brake pressure you used to, it may have gotten some moisture in there. You may want to change it. And you have to top it off. And once you got to top it off too, once right? in a while. And we've said this before on our other podcasts. 
the little window on your master cylinder, don't poke the window <laughs> with your finger, please. If it looks like it's weeping a little oh, bit, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Bring your bike to me. If your window looks really bad and you just and you are dying because you need to poke that thing with your finger, when you get here and drop your bike off, I will absolutely positively let you poke it with your finger. <laughs> get it out of your system. Poke the damn thing. There you go. Okay? Because it needs to be changed anyway. Yeah. You know, and it'll it'll make you happy to poke it. Okay? If you don't poke it and it needs to be poked and you leave the bike here, I will poke it. I'm letting you know that now. It'll get poked. I've okay? seen him poke them. I'll, I'll poke it. I'll, I'll, I'll get straight up down and poke People it. should still check their oil in between oil changes. Check right? your oil. Yes. That's a good thing. Make sure it's on the center stand. Make sure it's on flat ground. Yeah. And check your oil. There are little hash marks or little cuts in. Little hexes. Little hexes or little a little X. line across on your dipstick. Make sure that's, that's at the top line. Yeah. When would you recommend topping it off? Below half if it's below the halfway mark? I'd say three quarters. If it's three quarters, leave it. You should be okay. Yeah, no, that's definitely operational. If it's yeah. below half, half the the halfway mark, I would say top it off. Yeah, if you're gonna because, go, on, if you're gonna go on a long ride, and yes. planning on going on long rides, top it off. Period. Yeah, um, but they take so little oil that you know. That's what I think a lot of people don't yeah. realize is they think like, oh, I'm low on oil and they just start pouring, you know, that quart of oil in there. And oh, yes. If you're topping off the oil, you should only be doing like an ounce or less at a time. Yep. Our technical term is a glug. A glug at a time. Yeah. Technical put in, term. Put in a glug, check the oil. Yep. Repeat. It's going to take a minute. Put a glug in. Screw the, screw the yeah, dipstick in. Yeah, and screw the dipstick all the Unscrew way down. Unscrew the dipstick. Check it. Okay. Yeah. And if you're going to, if it's, if it's, if it's going to be a while before you're going to do an oil change on it, make sure you keep it topped off. If it's going to be like a week or something like that, you can get away with it. Right, if you know it's time for service and you're about to come in, yeah, but he's totally right. If it's going to, yeah, if you're three months out, just top it off while you're thinking about it. It's really simple. You know, um, if you don't know what type of oil to use on your bike, check a service manual on it or give us a call. Yep. And we will let you know what kind of oil to use and how much to use and yeah. everything else. That's also very important is to put the right oil in the bike. Yes. Um, another one is tire tread. That kind of goes along with tire pressure, right? Yeah. That's like a, I would say, kind of a direct relationship. What about um, that Kimco that came in with that tire last week? Oh my god, we had a Kimco 300 that came in last week. Okay, I should have told you guys about this, but this thing was... The guy looked like he got on the bike, put the front tire against the wall, like straight on the wall, and did a burnout for about a half hour. With the tire overinflated by about 45 pounds. Yeah. I think we found, what, three or four... Um, no, there were six... Like uh, straight up explosions in the tire, where the and like yes. literally ninety nine percent of the tread was gone. Oh yeah, like he only had sidewalls. He barely had sidewalls. Oh, it was bad. It was really. He bad. almost deserves kudos for how 
awful that tire looked. Oh, yeah. Um, That's so, going to stay in my memory for a long time. Yeah, so I mean, sometimes we can be a little, not super lax with tire treads and customers, but if it's in the summertime and you're starting to see signs of wear and tear, you might be able to get a long, get, get away on, with it. Yeah, have it for a little bit longer than you might, you know, in the wintertime when the rain is coming, because obviously you but need... But tire tread is really important. If you're riding early in the morning, later in the evening, tire tread is extremely important. Um, you know, it'll 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 slide you out. Your back end will be in the be in front of you. You don't yeah. want that. Yeah. You know, so keep an eye on your tire tread. You know. Yeah, and don't let it go too long. Yeah. Once you start noticing it, start thinking about it. You know, another thing, electrical check. Um, get on your bike, turn the key on, check your blinkers, front and back, check your stoplights, both sides. And High, running light. And running light. High beam, low beam, and horn. Make sure your gauge is lit and all the gate, all the lights on that are working. And re- figure out if your gas gauge is working because believe it or not, a lot of gas gauges go out on these bikes. And yeah. they <coughs> don't necessarily go out and show you that you're on empty all the time or show you that you're on full all the time. It can sometimes yeah. look like it's at like a really random level mm-hmm. and it stays like that forever. And oh my god, my keyway. <laughs> my, the keyway yeah. that, that I had, you'd fill the tank up, it'd go up, it was fantastic. Then it'd be down and empty, but then I'd look inside the tank, and I still had about a half a tank. That's probably the best of the worst case scenario. Oh yeah, that's the best of the worst case cautious. scenario. But yeah, keep an eye on your on your on your fuel gauge. Um, if you really need to, measure your mileage, you know, and everything, but Please do an electrical check. It's really crucial for safety, and it's crucial for for the bike itself. Because if one thing goes out, it may be, it could be an indication of something else happening. Very true, especially if you're blowing fuses. Yeah. And last but not least, the one main thing we get scooters in the shop for is non-use so please use your scooter or at least prepare for not using your scooter yes <laughs> is that possible yeah. um if you can run if you can run it dry you know and put your battery on a tender if you're not going to use it for yeah, a while. I think the easiest thing that people can do, and at least save them some hassle and money, is at least buy a battery tender. Yes, and buy a battery tender. Like the brand. The brand battery, battery tender. Yeah, we like the battery tender junior model. That's all anybody needs if they have a scooter. Yeah, just, that's it. And what size is it just plugs right into an outlet. Um, yep, plugs on your battery. And kind of keep your battery charged almost indefinitely. Yeah. But I mean, if we you, see that a lot. But yeah, if you have a carbureted scooter, you either have to commit to using it all the time, uh, drain the carburetor, mm-hmm. or prepare to get it cleaned when you decide yeah, to ride it again. Yeah, or prepare to buy another carburetor. Yeah, it almost sounds counterproductive, but I tell people all the time who only want to use their scooters a few times a year during a certain season... Is it's almost worth investing in a fuel injected scooter uh, it is. in the first place than it is to get go with a cheaper carbureted scooter because um, 
it will almost always start as long as it has a fully charged battery. If you have a carbureted scooter and you're not going to use it for a while, at least start it. Go out there, start it up, let it idle for a few. Give it, give it some revs. Yeah, get the RPMs up. Get the RPMs up. Do that for what three to five? Three to five minutes. Minutes, depending on how much time you have. You know, if you have you, 10 minutes, you could literally ride around the block two or three times and it would be almost scooter. better for it. But, 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 if somebody's looking after it for you and they're not comfortable riding it, yeah, leave it on the center stand, start it, rev it, at your, least a couple times a Your week. scooter will thank you. You will thank it. you. Your you future will self you. will say thank you. Yes. Because now I get to ride the scooter on the day the that I The money you're it. saving in your wallet, your purse, whatever... You know, is absolutely worth just getting out there for five minutes and just starting your scooter, rev it, or rev it once in a while. Keep the air up in the tires. You know, I mean, it's totally, absolutely worth it. Anyway, that is our time for this week. Whoop, whoop. And if I didn't say it in the beginning, season one, this is episode four and a half. <laughs> I would say episode four. It's episode Although you four. may see more bonus podcasts on future You rides. will see more bonus podcasts in the future. I'm going to do podcasts from all of our rides and have everybody yelling and screaming like I did on the last one. That was fun. So, yeah, I will I will absolutely post some bonus right. episodes. So if anybody wants to be featured on the podcast, I guess they should come to our rides. They need to be come to our rides, yes. Come to our rides. Be featured on the podcast. You can yell and say, you know, all kinds of weird things. Just don't. Uh, just be nice. <laughs> That's all. Just be nice. Very cool. Thank you, Guy, very much for listening. And shiny side up, rubber side down. Until next week. Until next week. Bye. Bye.